New friends, new opportunities, new partners, EG Tax. Everybody, this is a tax lady from EG Tax. We have, well, we're looking at way under... Uh, Three weeks, we just have like 16 days until the end of tax season. And EG Tax, even if you're listening from outside of the area, EG Tax can do your tax return remotely. We can do it through our website where we have a portal. You can upload everything. We can do it over the phone. You can drop it off. You can pitch a tent in our front yard. You can drop it in the bushes. We will get it done. Right, we Tiffany? will. And I have Tiffany Fabian here in studio with me. Hey, hey there, Esther. Happy day to you. Happy day to you. Um, Happy April. And again, oh, hallelujah for April. Um, if you have questions and it's um, uh, you, you, the IRS is not so good at answering tax questions anymore, you can go to our website at egtax.com, uh, ask the tax lady, and I'll be very happy to answer your questions for you. You answer those questions and wherever you are, on a wherever boat, I on am. a plane, wherever in a train, in a right. car. Right, just like the... Post office. Yes. Um, okay, so we wanted to scare you. I thought mm -hmm. this would be a good time to scare you, scare the bejeevers out of you, so that, to get you to file your return. Now, nobody likes doing their return, least of all me. Right? Right. But I, I'm going to yeah. tell you, you just got to get it done, because on the 18th of April, the taxes are due. You cannot get around the taxes being due. And if you don't pay the taxes, they're going to charge you a penalty and of 5% per month compounded until it gets to 25%. That's a big penalty. It is. And it's hard because the last two years have been extended. And so people really got into this false sense of security. But now we're you back. You mean like, like an extra month to get your taxes yeah, done? Yeah, because but of COVID. not really. So... So you got to pay the taxes on the 18th. N number one, fail that's failure to file. So you want to make sure you get the return filed. If you can't pay, that penalty is less. That's a half percent um, per month until you get to 25%. But 5% versus a half percent is a gigantic change. So that's failure to file. And they will set up a payment program for you. And you can do it online by using Form 9465. Yep, that's right. Up a payment you can also go to irs.gov and there's a, it says make a payment. Um, you click on make a payment. It says if you can't pay now, you can set up that installment agreement. Right. Yep. So there's different ways. And, really and they give you as much as. they're very, very good at this. At 60 months, sometimes even longer than 60 months. Okay. Then there's an accuracy pen penalty. That would be if you substantially un understate undisclosed income, like they didn't know you were self-employed. And you have a 30% of uh, understatement of undisclosed income. Well, that's an accuracy penalty. And then fraud is 75% oh, of the underpayment. That's really scary. So you don't really want to do this, oh, we got this stuff under the table routine. Right, right, right. And that's why... You know, some of these penalties, if you owe this year, make sure you change your withholdings or, can, really important. or consider doing that. some estimated payments. The W-4 last year, so many employees, employers were coming out with that W-4 yeah. and they didn't know how to fill it out. Correct. And so what the employers did was take the least out. That's right. And, and so, so a now lot of people owe money. This year has been not a very easy year to be an accountant because I've been telling some occasional bad news because of the capital gains, because of the withholdings that you speak of. And so that's the situation we're in. So modify and change it. Right. And here's the thing. 
if you're somebody that has an investment account, and Tiffany was talking about capital gains, most people pay got substantial dividends and substantial long-term and short-term capital gains. And you have to report that. It wasn't like it was moved around. You can, If you say to yourself, oh, I really didn't sell anything, if they sent you the brokerage firm with that the 1099B, then you sold something. And if you, and if you have dividends and interest, that has to be reported on your Schedule B. Right. And, and then don't forget, <laughs> I had so many clients that had losses, but their losses were mitigated or reduced because they did wash sales. So if you sell a loser, don't and they buy. And don't they don't mean putting it in your lo the laundry right, machine. And, right. So if you have a loser and you, you lose it and then you want to buy it back, wait at least 30 days. Otherwise, it's considered a wash sale. That's right. And, and you can't the consider the loss. Right. Yep. So make sure. I had lots of wash sales. So- there, there. You may be surprised when you file your return, especially in these next few days when you pull out all your information, that you had large capital gains. And those capital gains, you have to pay the piper. Now, if you're in the 12% bracket or less, those gains are going to be tax-free. Right, but the states, um, but, some of the, my clients... But in New York State, there is no forgiveness. Or, or for different states, gains. whatever state you live in, unless it's Florida but or remember, Texas. But remember, if you don't have the money... Don't wait to file the return until you have the money because the penalties are accruing exponentially and you don't want that kind of a problem. I would rather do the a half a percent than the 5%. That's for sure. Yeah, so That's file the return. Right, file the return. And again, you can do use the form 9465. Now, what if you you take a look at your return and you say, well, you know, maybe what I'll do is I'll just... Do the 4868. I'll do the automatic extension. D does that help uh, get rid of the penalty, the no. taxes mm -mm. due on the 18th? No, 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 no. You're supposed to pay what you owe with the extension. On the 18th. So on New York State, it'd be an IT380 if you're doing an automatic extension. 4868 on the federal, if you're looking for an automatic extension, that only extends the time to actually get the return filed, but the taxes are due on the 18th. That's right. Unless you set up that payment program. Actually, even if you set up the payment program, the taxes are still due. They're going to start uh, charging you the the. Uh, penalty, penalty for failure to pay, mm -hmm. right? So file the return as All much right. so as much painful as it is. What if you owe money? Well, you can pay it by the 18th. No, I mean, so you looked at your tax return and go, yeah, gee, how do I know it's right? <laughs> Double check it. Double check it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make sure you didn't put a key punch error in. Leave off W withholding. We we were just doing a radio show not so long ago, and there was a caller who texted in, excuse me, a texter, and they said, what about if I amend my return and put money into an IRA? And so you could have done it before you filed, but you could also do it afterwards if you amend the return and put Absolutely. money if you if, qualify. If you're somebody who's got wages and you don't have a qualified plan or if your income's low enough, or maybe you're somebody that um, thinks that you don't have to file a return, if, by using the IRA as a tool, you might get an earned income credit as well. That's because right. Because that IRA will kind of artificially reduce your taxable income and you might get an earned income credit. So not only are you saving money, but you're also getting a refund from the IRS. Yep. And then also look, I, like you said, make sure your return is done right. I was with the client the other day and we started peeling back the layers and their son lives with them and he makes 
two, actually, he doesn't make anything. He made $1,000 because he was very disabled. He was mentally having a breakdown. And so they supported him more than 50%. So we put their son as a dependent on the return and it made a difference. So make sure you really need out your return and vet it out and make sure everything's correct. Right. Um, and the thing is, there, for instance, if you're somebody that's sitting home and thinking, well, I don't even have to file a return. I don't work, and, it, and or I have no pension, or I have no social security. I only have three kids living in my home. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. If those kids are under the age of 18, each one of those kids is worth at least $3,000 in refunds to you, possibly 3600 So children under the age of six, you get $3,600 for each one of those kids. Kids six or over get 3000 until they're um, 19, 18 years old. Um, so if you must file a return in order to get that money. Yeah. And if it's a newborn, not only will you get the $3,600, but you'll get the um, recovery rebate of $1,400 because that kid wasn't alive last year when they were handing out stimulus money. Yep, that reminds me of um, a caller that we had on the show that was Norma and a 77-year-old great-great-grandma had to fight for custody of her 8-year-old and she got the custody, but she doesn't have to file because she just has Social Security. But as you were alluding to, she's going to want to file because she's going to get uh, $3,000 for that 8-year-old and then on New York State, she's going to get the Empire credit as well. And so you might not have to file, but there's a lot of money on the table. And so, so do it. Here, here's some uh, situations where you really want to file. Your income is relatively low and you worked. If that's the case, even though you don't have to file, even if they took no money out, you you would qualify in many cases for an earned income credit and could get a refund of $1,502. That's right. number one. Number two, if you have property taxes that exceed 6%, of your adjusted gross income, you would do the form IT229 and you could get a refund of anywhere from 250 to 350. So you want to file to get that money. Yeah. If you have children under the age of 18, and we were just talking about mm -hmm. that, those are refundable credits for having those children, even if you're not working. Yep. And, you know, I think that's what's so important about sitting with somebody. As I was with the client a couple of years ago, <clears throat> and his daughter, she's handicapped, she's disabled, but she works at a sporting goods store and she lives in a group home. And so she makes about $8,000 a year. And he hadn't been filing because he didn't think he had to for her and she didn't live in his home, but we, I filed all three years and she got earned income credits. And so now every year going forward, she sort of looks forward to the money. And so you've got three years. So I, I would say, even if you do your own return, make sure the statute of limitations is three years and have somebody professionally look at right. it. Well, it's interesting because I have a gentleman that's a self-employed contractor and free when I first met him, he came in kicking and screaming with his wife because she was a very ethical person and she wanted him to file the return. And he kept saying, and they had three children uh, who were younger then, and he, he kept saying, uh, I'm going to get paid. This is going to cost me a fortune. 
at any rate, he, he did his Schedule C, took all of his expenses, and it's true he had a net profit of like fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars, but it enabled him to get an earned income credit. So not only did he pay in through the FICA, but the FICA was paid by the earned income credit. So he ended up coming up with refunds of like um, eight or nine thousand dollars a year. And yesterday he was in, and now you know, of course, now he's so good because he looks forward to it and he's built up his business. Yay. Because now instead of him lurking around in the shadows saying, oh, we want to do this under the table, now he claims everything and he's actually making, uh, he he's really not getting the earned income credit anymore because he's now a really, because uh, his kids are older Legitimate. too, but he's really a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great to watch the metamorphosis over like a seven or eight year period. Yeah, that was like, um, there was one of my clients, I've been doing her return for many years, and she got married this last year to a pastor. And so they did the fight of who to go see. Am I going to go see your guy or am I going to see your lady? So I won. Yay. And anyways, he's a pastor and he's been doing, uh, he gets a parsonage allotment. And the place that he was going to wasn't charging him self-employment tax on his on the pars- parsonage. Yeah. Oh and so they didn't, they weren't so happy, but they were happy to be doing it correct. The correct way. The correct way. Right. Yep. So we, we got them straight and they said, I'm so glad my wife won. Oh, that's so Because wonderful. as a pastor, you want to do it the right way. All right. So who always else wanna, should you file? You always want to do it the right if way. If you have a newborn this year, you want to file. I don't care if you're working or not. If you had a newborn, you got a double a double reason to. You get the thirty six hundred plus the, the fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. Uh, I can't tell you how many people that I did this year that had the the newborn and the stimulus plus their other kids. They got thousands and thousands of dollars of refunds. <laughs> I know. I know. One of my clients um, sent me a text message, and he's like can we just drop it off to you this year? And they sent me a picture of a brand new baby. And I was like, sure, just drop it off. And then I said, I was doing the return and I was like, can I have the social for the new baby? And and then my assistant called and they're like, Tiffany, the baby was born January 2nd of 2022. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, drats, right? Yeah, that's when you need to take somebody on a bumpy ride, <laughs> right? Yes. All right, and then here's the other thing. If you're somebody that's, uh, when I get all done with with the tax return, and let's say the client owes two or three hundred dollars or a thousand or so, and they had wages, I say to them, "Would you like to see how putting money into an IRA would save you money?" And they go, "No, I don't want to do it." Would you like to see? Mm-hmm. And then I show them how much by putting money into an IRA, how much larger their well, how much smaller their balance too is. They it goes away, and they end up with a refund. And and I say, all you have to do is. Get the money out of the left-hand drawer of your bank account and put it in the right-hand drawer and you save all this money. And you have time to do this until uh, you file your tax return if you haven't filed. Even if you have filed, you can still amend the return and get the money back. I um, the As other, long as you open it up by January the, the other I mean, day, I did a married couple. They were referred to me, and I did them married separate. Their income was really high, <clears throat> so they were not allowed any of the stimulus. But I pulled them off and did married separate this year, right. and so they one got all of their stimulus. They walked out forty six hundred dollars more than if they would have done right. joint. So, so what Tiffany's saying is, with stimulus, if you put the money together 
If one of them is a higher income person and the low, the other one is lower, if you file married filing a separate return, the spouse with the lower income would get the stimulus money. He was tickled pink. And he, his dad, he's going to tell everybody he said. Right. He said he's going to get pickets and march around the parking lot, but <laughs> he hasn't but yet. It, what it is is it's really understanding the angles. The taxes are no longer just taxes anymore. Right. It used to be that you would itemize your return and people would say that's a long form. Long forms are kind of got gone, gone by the board. Now it's credits, credits, credits. Now, I'll give you an example. If you're in the 10% tax bracket and you had an itemized deduction of $1,000, it really only saved you 10% of the 1000 or or $100. Now with these credits... One child can save you $3,600. Right. That's a credit. That's huge. That's money in your pocket. Do you know that for, for daycare, you can save anywhere from four to $8,000 right. for daycare expenses refundable to you. Those are credits. The new thing they're doing in tax law is giving you credits as opposed to deductions. And the deductions were always multiplied by your tax bracket, and they were never as large as these credits. Yep, so you got smart. the earned income well credit, said. you have the child tax credit, the additional child tax credit, you have the stimulus money, um, you have the, the daycare credits, uh, you have uh, uh, the uh, pension savers credit. These are all money in your pocket. And so you may not be an itemizing taxpayer, but you could have a lot of credits sitting out there. Yeah, you absolutely can. And so you, it's like you said, it's not, uh, it's very, very complicated because there's all these angles and there's all, I'm, I'm always thinking how, how, how. Right. And, right. And so you really, right, for, now, for instance, I, I, sorry, I've got another example. I was before the show, I was with the client and they have two children, but they're a married couple and they don't live together. They both have several households. I don't ask why, but one of them was head of household and one was married separate. And so we had to look at the way that was best for the college aid kids and see where they should be claimed. Absolutely. All right. Now here, if you are somebody that has a liability and you you would like to pay it and you and as let's say you got a couple of months where you got a bonus coming and you want to pay it off in a couple of months but you really don't want to accrue that five percent penalty you can pay by using your credit card by going to irs.gov forward slash payments forward slash pay your pay your taxes by credit card and there's a there's three firms that are located on that website ACR, pay 1040, or pay USA tax. And that's another way that you can get your taxes paid um, using a credit card. Again, if you're going to be paying 25% on your credit card, I don't see the percentage why you would do that versus uh, paying the IRS. Well, the IRS actually is is 5% getting to 25% if you didn't file the return, but it's only a half percent if you if you um, haven't paid. So using that credit card might be a great idea for you. Yeah, it really might be. And then don't forget if you owe, sit down with your accountant or sit down with yourself and figure out what you can do to modify for next year. For next year. So it's called tax planning. You might want to put more into your 401k, put more into your deferred comp. Um, yeah, and here's the thing. If you change your W-4 and you want them to take more money out and they aren't, 
that's that's on you. Mm-hmm. You go back to that HR department and say, I told you to change the W-4. I need it changed. And then make sure they change it. That's right. That's because right. you're saying, well, I told them to do it. But you kept getting the same paycheck. I mean, whose fault is that? You have nobody to blame, to blame but yourself. yourself. Yeah. Okay, but all right. Now, until next time, I'm Esther Gullius, the tax lady from EG Tax. We have... 30-some area offices to serve you. You can send in, walk in, uh, fax in. You can go to our website. We will get your taxes done. Until next time, I'm Esther Golios with Tiffany Fabian. Have a great week. Bye-bye. New friends, new opportunities, new partners, EG.